Hey, thanks for downloading Sockets and Cylinders. I'm B105 Stabman from the radio with my friend Andrew Rosen from Smythe Automotive. Hello, everybody. Oh, and we got a special guest today. My baby brother, Thomas Stad, is with us. Hello, hello. And he went on an epic journey that, well, Andrew and I both wanted to go on, but we couldn't miss out on Halloween. Yeah. And that was Root Sucky Suck is what they call it, but it was the whole Route 66 from the very start to the very end. And Tom, you drove that Lemons Rally just this past year, I guess. Yep. So what was it like? Awesome. <laughs> so, well, let's, I know there's a lot of stories you want to tell, but let's start off. You had to get our dad packed up and you two drove up to Chicago. Yep. So what was it like taking dad along? Because I love our dad, but uh, I don't know if I'd want to spend seven days in a car, a pickup truck cab alone with him. How did that go? <laughs> it, it went really well. I mean, it, it was cramped in the little bitty truck, but... Uh... But yeah, he, he did really good. And you took the F1 Shifty again, uh, the yep. same one we took on our Lemons Rally back uh, January from the Moscow run from Pennsylvania all the way down to Alabama. So you yep. got this, uh, what, what year is a 92? 93. 93 F-150. You found in a field. You got it basically for free, and then you fixed it up with some junkyard parts. We drove it for 3,000 miles over five days, and then you just kept driving it, didn't you? Yeah. Originally, uh, when I got it, I was just going to use it for beating to and from work, and because it's it's a pretty well beaten truck. As it is. Yeah, and now you beat it all the way to L.A. and back, <laughs> man. I can't believe yeah. it. Uh, and for anybody who's listening who doesn't know anything about it, check out the Lemons Rally episode of Sockets and Cylinders from last February, where we actually go full in depth on the uh, F one fifty yes vehicle. Oh, it was yeah. a lot of fun, and you just had to do some routine maintenance on that, put a new alternator in it, you got some new tires on it, and then. You kept driving, didn't you? How many miles is on that thing now, by the way? Oh, uh... It's a straight six, manual yeah. transmission. It's got a 192,000 on it. Oh, wow. It's still going strong. That's actually fairly low mileage for a vehicle that's oh, yeah. 25 years old. The big problem old. with it is... Uh, it, it sat outside in like the dirt all the time. Yeah. So like outwardly, you look at it, it's like, wow, that's pretty rusty. It's like you get underneath it, it's a whole different story. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> falling apart. Is, it's it's gone. But it, it, it's funny. Like when I got it, it's like nobody would trust it getting on the highway. They're like, man, don't I wouldn't take that on the highway. Like, <laughs> Doing from work. And then, uh, well, you showed them. Yeah, I drove it to work, and then uh, my buddy was like, oh, hey, let's uh, go out and get some dinner and i was like oh well i can take it on the highway i'll just go slow and it's like <laughs> next thing i know it's like well, screw it i'll take it up to 85 see what happens and it drove good and then you drove to california yep <laughs> <laughs> well, this truck has a beard and a mustache it's got giant semi-truck stack exhaust on the side of it sirens on the roof Lights. I mean, it is really something to see. But uh, what? What's some of the? You went on this epic journey, Route sixty six, Route sixty six. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. But what was that like? It was. It was good. I was. Uh, I, was I was really surprised that the the truck actually made it out there and then made it back. Cause, uh, and all along the way, you had to make different pit stops and stuff. What are some of the places you had to stop? Because you started in Chicago, and then you, you started running, and there was some giant giant statue you had to stop at. Of the the Gemini Giant. Yeah. And what it is is uh, we actually stopped at a whole bunch of those along the way. What they are is uh, old muffler men. What, what are they? 
muffler. The, uh, the fiberglass statues, at, uh, they used to be at uh, some kind of muffler shop all across the country. Well, when, that, when they went out of business, they took these things and people turned them into all sorts of things. I mean, we saw cowboy ones. We saw <laughs> Indian ones. We How saw, tall are they? 20 foot tall, I think. 20 like foot that. tall. Wow. They're pretty big. <laughs> One of the many roadside attractions you had to stop at. Yeah. What are some of the other things you had to stop at? The actual beginning sign for Route 66 was the very first checkpoint we had. Downtown Chicago. Oh, very cool. Yep, right there. Like we, we we were actually able to park underneath the sign. Most people had to like uh, park around the corner and then walk over to it. But that's the handy thing about that thing, having like the emergency lights on top. I just pulled <laughs> over in an area where it says, no stopping or standing. <laughs> and I turned on the, on the beacons. It's like, nobody batted that eye. Police officers drove by. Nobody cared. <laughs> And Which, if, that'll come in handy later. I'll, I'll have to tell you about Vegas with that, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, funny enough, I was in Vegas for the Apex and SEMA show while Tom yeah. was on the route Sucky Suck adventure. <laughs> uh, I think I missed you by, like, 18 hours out in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, for those who are f- listening and want to check it out, check out the Lemons Rally Instagram page. There's a bunch of pictures of the monuments that you discuss um, on their Instagram oh, yeah. page. So if you check that out, that's pretty Anybody great. that asks me about the Lemons Rally, the first thing I tell them is get on Instagram, look up hashtag Lemons Rally. Yeah. Because some <laughs> of the stuff you can't really explain, you got to see to believe. Uh, there was a oh, bunch of different Namely cars. the cars. Yeah. <laughs> how, how would you describe some of them? I know uh, one of the more interesting ones was called Kermit the Frog. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, that was a, it's a Mini Mark Volkswagen pan kit car, but it was a Shriner edition. So it had all the fancy stuff on it and the, the Shriner emblem. And hmm. it, it looks like Cruella DeVille. And it, like if Cruella DeVille and Kermit made a car, it would look like that. That's <laughs> yeah, kind of how it looks. That is exactly what it is. And there was a couple kit cars because there's one that was on a Pinto frame. Yeah, the guys that uh, ultimately ended up winning the rally, they had a, uh, it was like a Mercedes, a 1920 some Mercedes rec- replica. Oh, wow. But it was sitting on a Pinto chassis. <laughs> yeah, it's some replica. And it was uh, powered by a French V6. <laughs> Random. That's what that was. <laughs> and, like, the suspension was shot in it. I mean, it looked like it was it was pieced together just to, for this rally. It was something spectacular. Oh, yeah. And they won, which no surprise. Yeah. With very little problems. They, they had a thermostat problem one night, and uh, they had to do an emergency fix, and uh, they actually had a buddy come out because, like I said, it's a French V6. It's a very weird engine. Yeah, I don't even They were know. lucky to find somebody that had the thermostat housing, and they got it going. Also, they went, and they, they were hitting it hard. They woke up early and just booked it from place to place. And what were some of the other vehicles that come to mind? Like that Chevelle that somebody restored with their dad? That was kind of yep. cool. Guy named Caddy yep. Wrecker. Yeah, great guy. And something else I learned on this rally is uh, for the longest time, I thought like it was limited to $500 cars for the rally. I was mistaken. Apparently, you could drive whatever you want in the rally. Oh, so I've been wow. telling everybody that it doesn't have to be a $500 car, but. Your scoring will be affected. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I never knew that, and I learned that on at the beginning of this rally. Because I was like, man, some of these cars are not five hundred dollars cars. Well, thanks for telling me though, because you saved me a bunch of money. Because the car I <laughs> yeah. bought, I, the car I bought for Escape from Moscow was only two hundred and fifty dollars. Um, yeah. And if I knew my budget was expanded, my wife probably wouldn't been nearly as happy. <laughs> <laughs> But you're you're keeping it pure, and that's what's going to be fun. Yeah, because Andrew's yeah. going to be running the next rally with us, uh, which we'll have to talk about too here in a little bit. First, though, 
we got to wrap up your your trip all the way across the country. You stopped at the the Cadillac Stonehenge and a few other mm-hmm. things. Let's talk about how the truck did and the maintenance you had to do on the road because you put excessive amounts of miles hard driving on that engine in a short period of time. Uh, well, I learned my lesson on buying uh, a cheap tune-up parts because uh, <laughs> which could have been avoided if you went to Smith Automotive. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, when I, when I got the truck, when I got it for free, like I, I pretty much fixed it with stuff I had laying around. That's why it's got the Dodge bumper, it's got the Kenworth stack, because that's all stuff I just had sitting around. Well, the stuff I couldn't get, I had to buy, and because I was just trying to keep it cheap, because it was just a, it was just a beater truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I went to the parts store, got the cheapest parts I can get, and uh, they fouled up pretty bad. <laughs> See, it makes a difference. That's why you should. Yes, go. it does. But that was all before. These parts make all the difference. And now you know. You said yep. it, not me. Yeah. So you've yeah. since tuned up the truck with the new Smythe parts. Uh, I know you had an alternator problem. What happened there? Oh yeah, I forgot about the alternator. So uh, ever since the Moscow rally, I had an alternator going out in that truck. Well, it finally went out like a week before the Route 66 rally. Go figure, you know? Yep. And so uh, I did another thing you you really shouldn't do. And then I went to the junkyard and bought alternators. Cause I bought two because I know <laughs> from experience. <laughs> you bought two to save money when you probably could have just bought one. Yep. And had a warranty. <laughs> yep. oh, yeah. It's Lemon's Rally mentality. We're not here to judge. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm not judging you. So anyway, you bought two, and and how did they last? Uh, one lasted about, well, Vegas. Actually, uh, Vegas is when it died. Because actually, that's what I was going to get back with about the, the Beacons, too. In Vegas, we met up with the, the Gambler 500 guys. If anyone's like unfamiliar with Gambler 500, it's the same thing, same idea as a Lemon's Rally. But... On and off road, huh. West Coast off road future for for beater cars. Yeah, if I recall, yeah. there was a photograph of you on the road under the car. Oh, in Vegas? Yes. <laughs> well, um, that night in Vegas, my uh, Halloween night in Vegas was spent uh, three hours underneath the truck fixing the exhaust. <laughs> oh, happy <laughs> that, Halloween! All I did in Vegas, and then the next day, I spent the day blocking traffic in Vegas for the parade. <laughs> so we were supposed to have a parade up and down the strip and all around vegas and in front of sema and everything and uh well vegas traffic wasn't really cooperating so our, our parade kept on getting broken up by random cars driving around well, I, I got on the cb and it was like hey you, you think anyone will care if i block traffic i'll throw the beacons on and everything and so i did so Hey, you got some points the, for that, uh, too. Oh, yeah. They used F-150 to block traffic all over Vegas. Like, we caused all sorts of traffic problems <laughs> for SEMA. And nobody even batted it on. Like, we're, we're driving past the police officers that are supposed to be escorting us. And they just watched, and they just, nobody cared. It was Halloween in Vegas. I think they had yeah. seen a little bit of everything. And, well, yeah. a, a beater pickup, pickup truck with a mustache and beard on the front of it probably wasn't out of the norm for them. Exactly. <laughs> that's Vegas. Oh. When uh, when we were running around in Vegas, that's when it killed the other alternator. And it was uh, halfway to the next checkpoint. We're driving up and down the mountains, and I look down, and it's like, oh, hey, we're about to die. <laughs> So that's when we did the uh, the second alternator. That was pretty much it. And I zipped right up to the roof, and it's still on it right now. I'm looking out the window <laughs> at the alternator on the roof of the truck. You turned it into an ornament. That's, yeah. that's funny. Well, glad to hear that the trip was overall a success, and the yeah. F-150 oh, yeah. made it made its way back. And fair. made it all the way home. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. How long was that trip home, by the way? Because you drove pretty much straight through, didn't you? 
Yeah, it was, uh, I'm not exactly sure how long it took. <laughs> it felt like forever. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I can't even. In life, not too many people double team and drive straight across the country. Most people take a pit stop yeah. somewhere yeah. along the way. But uh, I applaud you and, and Pops for, for making the trip, man. And and I can't wait to uh, for our next chapter, for our next journey with Andrew. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be exciting. I know. Uh, so oh, it's going to be awesome. January 29th, <laughs> we'll be in Moscow, Pennsylvania, and we will be driving uh, down to Leeds, Alabama. Yes, with a bunch of stops. It's, it's kind of like a scavenger hunt of monuments and local attractions we'll hit along the way. So far, we, we think we have our vehicles figured out. Tom, you want to tell everybody what, what you got going? Well, um, we made a promise when we did our rally that we wouldn't run the same vehicle in the same rally twice. So yes. F-150 was already out. It's done. Well, while I was on the, the long drive uh, back from California, I got to thinking, it's like, man, I'd, I've always wanted a Jeep, because that's originally what I was trying to get with the uh, the F-150, but that kind of ended up in my lap. Well, I finally decided I'm going to buy a Jeep. Not just and any nickname, Jeep. Oh, yeah, specifically a YJ, because uh, one of the nicknames I've always had was MacGyver. Because you rig basically everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. And actually, we won a trophy on uh, the Route 66 rally for being there for people to fix stuff. And, and so it just kind of fit. I was going to build a MacGyver Jeep. <laughs> the MacGyver Jeep from the TV show back in the 80s. So uh, not too many people are looking for YJs these days. No. No. <laughs> They have a tendency to to rust really, really bad. Well, your search came to an end. Yeah, because I, I got lucky and I found, well, I ended up spending $2,000 on it, but I found <laughs> my cheap Jeep. And it is actually surprisingly, well, kind of rust-free. No, it <laughs> well, is not rust-free at all. It's got its spots, for but it's not bad. Yeah. For for what it is, it's not bad. And uh, yeah, it, it, it had oversized tires on it, so you instantly had to fix that because that yeah. was rubbing. And you, you yeah. had a few other things. Well, what else? The electric choke, I think you had to rebuild and yep. some other things. Uh, but choke. now you, that you got the Jeep... You need the mullet and the leather jacket to go with it. How's that coming along? <laughs> well, the, the the hair is growing. It's not cut into a mullet yet. I'm going to wait until right before the rally before I actually cut it into a mullet. We're going to have to have fun Take with that because dignity. you also have a beard that you've been growing for years now. When was the last time you actually trimmed your beard? Uh, 12 Not with a welder or with like power tools. <laughs> like actually intentionally since, trimmed yeah, your beard. Intentionally, it's been since 2012. So for this, you're that dedicated to MacGyver. You're going to shave that beard off yep oh no yes and have a <laughs> mullet to go with it oh, look out ladies uh, i already got the uh, the aviators now i just need to go to goodwill and find myself a leather jacket man uh, well that's that's car number one for our our little trio of vehicles we're gonna have yep. i'm in the process of working on a 94 uh, ford bronco with a good friend of mine he acquired one from a fire station up in chicago it, this thing has over three hundred thousand miles it has like yeah. i think once you get in the 300,000 mile range, you're yeah. like in your own little world. You're, you're pushing it. Yeah, and we're going to get this. It's It's got a big block V8 in it. It used to be, uh, it's got a plow attachment. They used to plow snow with it. It is rusty to beat the band, and my buddy actually got it in a trade deal. He traded a couple pickup trucks and an Acura, and he got a Jeep Wrangler, and they threw in the Bronco. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to turn that Bronco into uh, what we think is going to be a tribute to Spongebob 
SpongeBob SquarePants and making it the ultimate snail mobile as Gary. <laughs> meow. <laughs> meow. Gary, uh, SpongeBob's pet snail. Once you see it when it's done, hopefully it'll look just like Gary and it's going to be fun. So that's vehicle number two. Now, Andrew, you're driving also. Yes. What'd you get? Absolutely. um, So I bought a 2001 Nissan Sentra. well, well worn. How many people do you think that was their first car in high school? The Nissan Sentra oh, is the plenty of people. I still, you oh, know, you had a Civic or a Sentra. I yeah. Think. yeah. <laughs> um, so my first car that I ever purchased actually was a Sentra, but it was like a 2012. It wasn't, you know, the old really? school. Um, but so yeah, 2001 Nissan Sentra. I swore that I would never buy <laughs> another Nissan Sentra again. However, I wound up buying an older, more decrepit one uh, yeah, for know, this race. That's awesome. But I am very excited Matt, about it. Demolition Derby car. Yes, that's true. I yep. did drive a, a Sentra in the in the Demolition Derby, so that was that was cool. Um, Sentra is a part of your life now, man. <laughs> whether you like it or not. The, the theme. <laughs> Central part. Oh, oh, man. oh. <laughs> he's not even a dad, and he has the dad jokes. Um, the theme for our car when I bought the vehicle had a Rick and Morty air freshener in it from yeah. from, from the guy I bought it from. Tom and loves Rick and Morty. He, he by goes, the way. "Oh, I'll I'll leave the I'll even leave the air freshener for you." And actually, <laughs> How nice. Funny enough, I've been sitting here thinking about it, and Jason and I this morning were kind of chatting about it, and I was like, "You know what? The the air freshener." And a couple weeks after I bought the car. I was playing the crane game at Kroger, and I, I want a Morty stuffed animal. And I brought it home, and I just shoved it in the windshield of the car. And so I think, you know, as of today, this morning even, I think I pretty well decided that it's going to be a Rick and Morty-themed vehicle of some sort. Awesome. To be determined. We still got to figure out. But I, I think it'll be fun. We yeah. got to make it look like a race car. I, I mean, think it's going to be great. And so I've already reached out to some of our partners from Smith Automotive, and they're helping me out with some parts. Uh, we get new brakes in it. I got some light bars and stuff to go on it. Oh, so fun. it's oh, going to be fun. fun. Yeah. So Centric <laughs> helped us out with brakes. Grody Lighting has given us some good lights and stuff for it. Uh, Dorman Products, the heat isn't working, but just from the control panel. So they're going to help us out with a replacement part for that. Oh, so and, you got a lot of work ahead of you. And given I was trying to stick as close to possible as Tom's made up $500 rule. Um, <laughs> so they were nice enough t- to send all that stuff to us for the vehicle because uh, they're such great partners of ours. So well, that's um, awesome. we'll have some good quality parts on a less than quality vehicle. Um, but it <laughs> but should keep us good. running. Yeah. And safe. That's yeah, what it's safe. about. Exactly. Got to stay safe because, yeah, um, got to make the whole journey and make it home too so the cool yeah. thing about it is too you know jason you and i spoke to steve tucker from parts plus not too long ago yeah. parts plus is actually going to be an unofficial sponsor of the lemons rally this year Ooh. so in what way right on they will be giving a hundred dollars in credit to each racer in the race this year nice. um, to stop at any parts plus location along the route if you need to purchase parts uh, basically it'd be some sort of thing you show and you can get these parts so if um, you're in like an f1 shifty and you need an alternator you don't have to go to the junkyard you can go to the, your local parts plus location <laughs> yeah. what's fun is all along the route actually there is Smythe automotive locations so between pittsburgh and lexington we have cincinnati if you happen to come through that way we have our florence locations but we actually have a location in Lexington, Kentucky, um, as well as in Nashville, Tennessee. So um, we have Smythe Automotives all the way along the route. So if you need anything, if any of you drivers are listening, which I'm sure you are, um, 
stop into my thought about it along the way. Parts Plus is going to be awesome and hook you up with the credit. And also, we will be bringing along the film crew uh, for the Sockets and Cylinders YouTube series. So oh, our director and producer is going to be in the vehicle with us, and we're going to film the whole thing along the way. Document the whole shebang. Yes. And then potentially, we don't know yet, but potentially there may be a Parts Plus car in the 24 hours of Lemons Race as well. Ooh, now that's track racing. Yes. That's okay. And so that's the, the, the follow-up to the to the retreat from Moscow. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be an interesting five days. There's a lot in the works. Yes, there's a lot going on. Um, I can neither confirm nor deny the presence of the Parts Plus car, um, but we will definitely have the Smythe vehicle. And we'll update you as we get closer in future podcasts. Yes. We can't let the cat completely out of the bag yet. No, and I'm thinking maybe along the road there might be some uh, recording of the CB conversations to make it into oh an episode gosh. of the podcast, but <laughs> you, you never know. We'll yeah. see We'll see where we land on that. A little that. road talk happening. Yeah, keep your eyes Rubber out, though. Duck. Check out the Instagram page. You know, Smith Automotive's Instagram page. There'll definitely be plenty of pictures on there. Uh, obviously, everybody who follows along with stats, uh, Instagram page, there'll be plenty of pictures there as oh, well. Oh, so. yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited. Yeah, funny enough, my dad, I asked him to join us this year. Yeah. Um, he's unable to make it this year, but he did promise that next year he would. Well, he, he Tom, would join, you just so. you did a rally with our dad. How how is it driving across the country with pops? It, it really was awesome. It was just, it was cool because uh, our dad and I never really get to hang out. I was the youngest of the family, so. <clears throat> Uh, you gonna get choked I, up and cry on us? No, no, no. It's okay. I'm trying to think of words. I'm grasping at strolls. <laughs> you guys reconnected and bonded. It was great. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. I used to be like, the uh, favorite son. You ruined that for me. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my dad's favorite son, but he only has one, so yes, it wasn't that's that hard. Easy. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, now he's got a, a grandson too. That, oh no, he's yeah. definitely the favorite. There is no questions. <laughs> there is no questions about that. Well, that's great. Uh, can't wait to update you guys on uh, on on how things are coming along. We'll definitely uh, before we leave on the lemons rally have a few more podcasts. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, let's just hope. All of our plans come together because, um, man, this is going to be an epic trip. At the end of January is when this Lemons Rally that we're all going on. Yeah, January 29th through February 1st with the 24 hours being on the 2nd. So, Tom, thanks so much for joining us and kind of telling us about the rally you just went on. Uh, if you want to learn more, you know, just go to Smythe Automotive's Facebook page yep. and scroll down. We'll be updating stuff as we go along. If you have a problem with your car, maybe you need some help or you got something you just can't figure out and you're Googling and you can't find the answer, well, just email us, right? Podcast at SmytheAutomotive.com. And as Stat mentioned earlier, you know, check out our Facebook page and our Instagram page. Yes. Um, uh, along the Lemons Rally, too, I will have a sockets and cylinder snapchat channel up as well so okay. there will be plenty of content to check out on there we'll oh, update wow. you with some more information on how to access that so Ooh, a lot more to come well thanks for downloading sockets and cylinders see you guys next time be safe thanks again tom